creative business. Episode 11. You don't need Instagram to run a successful creative business. So there I said it, you really don't need Instagram to run a successful creative business. It can be one tool in your sales and marketing arsenal, absolutely, but it doesn't have to be. If you spend any time on social media lately, not just Instagram, then you would have almost certainly seen the complaints around engagement and reach being strangled for small businesses, the obsession with faster, louder, and the move away from the things that made Instagram so popular in the beginning, the fun and often beautiful photography, the ways to connect with your friends and family in an uncomplicated, easy to use space. Since then, it's become a flagship really of small business marketing and things have changed irrevocably, whether we like it or not. It has become often exhausting, anxiety inducing, and it's led to a noticeable number of creative entrepreneurs saying, no, I'm just not doing this anymore. And a noticeable number have started to leave and maybe go onto other platforms that feel more connective, something like Patreon, for instance, or building their own forums and membership spaces. Yes, with smaller numbers, but with more engaged and like-minded numbers of people. So for many of us, social media in general, not just Instagram, has become a source of anxiety and a chore rather than something we enjoy and look forward to doing, like scrolling of an evening like we used to. So the fear that we're never doing enough or doing too much of the wrong thing has come at the expense of authenticity and true connection, I think, in many cases. So I think the thing to remember about this is that it's nothing new. You know, Facebook pages were exactly the same a few years ago with people losing their engagement um, and sales being impacted in much the same way as Instagram profiles are now. So do we even really need it? You know, in short, no. If you're prepared to put in the hard work on other channels and other ways of bringing in business, you most certainly don't need it. But it can still be a great way to showcase and market your business, to increase visibility, if you can overcome our now complicated relationship with it and get back to using it in a way that feels true to you, doesn't take over your life and is just one of your methods of generating income. Now, anyone who's worked with me before knows I'm a massive proponent of the multiple streams of income model for your business. I hesitate to use the word passive because I don't really believe any business is truly passive, um, but I'll link a previous blog post on that in the show notes later. Um, and in the same way as you know, the passive income idea, the multiple streams. I don't believe in putting all of your eggs in one basket when it comes to marketing either, i.e. solely with Instagram. It can lead you to leave you too open to these vagaries of, vagaries of algorithm changes or even a platform disappearing on you overnight or if your account gets suspended or deleted or hacked. So this is why I have all of the other channels that I use. I've got my podcast that you're listening to me on now on. I've got my blog, I've got the YouTube channel, Facebook group, email list and Instagram. I never assume that all of these platforms will be around in the form that I want them to be in forever. So I hedge my bets and I choose a handful to focus my efforts on. So should one channel no longer be viable, I always have others that I can fall back on to still make me the sales that I need to maintain my income. So let's have a little bit of a think for a while. How else can you market your business without or in addition to Instagram? So real in-person interactions are still one of the best ways. Uh, you know, we live in an online world now, but actually 
you know, if speaking to people, spending time with people, getting to know people is still one of the best ways to make people feel like they can trust you and move forward with a, with a purchase. So these can be done in a variety of different ways. So you might have a bricks and mortar shop or workshop that you can have people in and hold, you know, real events in for yourself. You might be able to advertise with posters and flyers. They can, these can still work really, really well for local businesses. You can attend networking events and trade shows and hand out your business cards there. Go to conferences and workshops and connect with people in your niche. Referrals within the industry is still one of the biggest ways that I generate new business and have done for the last few years. Word of mouth and referring within um, you know, within people's spheres is still one of the most powerful ways to get new business. If you've got a friend or a colleague that has said, this has really worked for me, or this has been really fantastic, that's going to hold weight more than, you know, a hundred Instagram posts ever could. So don't be afraid to reach out to past clients, you know, and ask them to talk about you, you know, to share the, the good things that you've done for them or the amazing products that, that you've created for them. You know, referrals really, really, and testimonials, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast or the blog, um, you know, they are they are really one of the, the best ways that you can demonstrate how fantastic you are. So what about online as well? So you could think about offering referral programs or loyalty rewards for friends and families of your existing customers. I still really, really have a big love for my um, my weekly email newsletter. Um, it's still one of the best ways that I generate new sales and bookings. Um, you know, getting the tone right and everything takes time and, you know, tweaking them and making sure that they're interesting to read. Um, you know, it's not an easy thing writing a good email newsletter. And I still am not there yet. You know, I'm getting better, but I, you know, I still know that it's one of the areas that I need to work better on. Um, but, you know, Putting the practice in and starting is really one of the best ways that you can reach out to people that are interested. Working with bloggers in your niche is really valuable as well. You know, sign up for their, you know, their listings, get get on their recommended suppliers lists and make sure you, that you really utilise these, you know, submit articles for, or pay for additional features, you know, offer offer to be part of their their world more than just sort of sitting on a on a web page somewhere you know you can often leverage their social media without having to focus on your own build a really good website that generates lots of organic traffic you know this is one of the the key things that you can do for yourself is to build something that uh, is found on google and again, this isn't always an easy thing and it's certainly not a snap of your fingers kind of job. You know, you do have to put the work in with putting in, you know, blog posts, you know, making sure that you're updating regularly. Um, but, you know, what would you rather be doing? Would you rather be posting on Instagram or would you rather be putting out blog posts and other kinds of content? So it's really down to your own individual personality and where you want to be showing up and what gives you the most satisfaction as well. What do you enjoy doing? You know, if if thinking about writing an Instagram post brings you out in hives, write a blog post instead, you know, and really lean into the things that you're really good at, you know. And if you find that social media feels like too much of a hurdle or it's not good for your mental health, then there are plenty of er other areas that you can focus on that will bring you in just as much, if not better, paying traffic. 
So other things you can do, you could offer to speak on other people's podcasts or at events, you know, as well as doing your own. Build relationships with companies that have their own large social media reach so that, again, you can you can kind of piggyback their um, their numbers rather than having to necessarily focus on building your own. Be useful to people, you know, be helpful. And this is one of the, the really key things, you know, where you build relationships that go two ways. You know, nobody wants to feel like they're being taken advantage of. So try to find things and people and businesses where you can really have a mutually beneficial relationship. The other thing that I really like to do is I run my ads. So I have an ad running for my book, uh, which I have been running pretty much since September. It generates me enough sales to then book me for coaching, book me for photography, book me for website building. Um, you know, and that's just through one single ad. It has all the benefits of being visible on social media without me having to be on the crazy Instagram posting treadmill because I I'm completely honest about this. I don't really like doing things like lives or reels on Instagram. I feel um, that it sucks a lot of my time and energy in a way that I don't feel quite positive about. And that's just me personally. Um, I would never suggest that you just because I say that I don't like to do it, that you shouldn't. Again, it all comes back to you and what your business thrives on, what you thrive on. And it's your personality that, that really matters here. So think about all of these other in-person and online options that you can really start to draw up a priority list for. Decide, you know, what's your what's what's the things that you most like to do to show up for your business and then focus on those top priorities that that make you feel good focusing on platforms that make you feel bad about yourself make you feel bad about your business is unlikely to result in the kind of results that you want <laughs> so i think authenticity is one of those key things that everybody talks about but really just being kind to yourself you know saying you know I don't need to turn up and do a thousand reels a day to be successful at my business I can find my own path I can find my own way of marketing I can find my own way to finding the clients that want to work with me or buy from me so that kind of leads me on to the things that I'd really like to kind of impart today really the key things to remember are that the number of followers that you have or the number of likes one of your posts gets is absolutely not a measure of how many sales or bookings you or anyone else for that matter are making on Instagram. Social media on its own is never enough to make your business thrive and grow. How fabulous you are and how fabulous your business is doesn't change just because you have 2000 rather than 200 followers. It is not a measure of success or failure and I think if you can really embrace that truly in your mind when you're thinking about turning up on Instagram, it really, really helps to get over that, you know, hamster on a trend, on a, on a wheel kind of feeling. Um, and also like you're constantly creating something just to feed the Instagram monster as well. So you're creating things with purpose that you've really thought about and that you're not just churning out because Instagram says you should post this, num this number of times and you should have this amount of things to have drive engagement and you know all of that kind of stuff gets very very tedious very very quickly. 
So once you can focus on doing the things that make you smile, that make you happy over on, on any platform, um, I think the more likely that you are to engage with your ideal clients um, and ultimately to make more sales. So I really do believe that Instagram can be a supporting force for all of your other marketing endeavors, but it's never enough really on its own. So it's why in my coaching programs with my clients, I often share my own blueprint for content marketing alongside advertising. And my clients are often surprised by how small a part really my Instagram strategy is as part of my overall business plan, my overall marketing plan. Um, you know, it, it fits in absolutely alongside all of my other channels, but I do not rely on it and I never will rely on it solely to drive my business success. So I'm going to kind of come to the end here, really. It's a little bit of a short podcast today, but I just, I just saw so many people kind of voicing, you know, how anxious Instagram was making them lately and how... It's really affecting a lot of people's mental health, um, especially, you know, small business owners like us. So I really hope that this little podcast gives you the courage to get out of that Instagram trap, put things in perspective and feel a bit better about forging a path for your business that isn't built on Instagram alone, that you can be successful without doing endless reels and posting seven times a day. Use it. Don't let it use you. So I think I will leave it there for today. Um, please do get in touch with me. Let me know how you're kind of feeling about Instagram right now and, you know, what and how big a part does it really play in your marketing strategy right now? Or how would you like to change your current marketing strategy? Um, and if you want to talk to me about mine, um, then you can book a discovery call over on my website. Just get in touch. So have a great week and I will be back on the blog next week with some more uh, advice and tips. And um, just also before I sign off, just a little note to say that my illumination course is now open for enrollment again. We begin in September. Um, it's basically a brand identity course, but it is so much more than just branding. We cover everything from you know, purpose, passion, finding your why, why are you doing what you're doing? How can you do it better? How can you just give your visual brand identity a real polish without necessarily having to spend a fortune? Where to put your money when you're talk talking about brand identities, all of that kind of stuff. You can read all about it on my website if you just go to events or if you go to my shop and you want to go and book your ticket. The early bird is on until the end of July so get that discount um, and I'm also giving away three free one hour coaching calls to the first three people to book their place so I might well see you on the course in September and also on a lovely coaching call so have a great week and I will see you soon